Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back with our Amazing Race exit interview for this week. Uh, With me once again is Jessica Lees. Jess, how are you? Doing great, Rob. Very, very excited to talk to these two individuals because I think we have a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions for Quinn and Maddie, who were such an interesting team to follow on the race because uh, that they were... So good at so many of the challenges, uh, but did have one fatal flaw uh, that was uh, their ability to get to said challenges. So uh, we will talk to them about uh, what went on here in this episode and their experience all here on The Amazing Race. Just you and myself and Mike Bloom had the chance already this morning to recap the entire episode. So much fun. I mean, the two of you are always fun. Oh. It is a joy. It's the highlight of my week to talk to you. Oh well, after every episode. Wow, Jess. Well, thank you. That's so nice. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun going through the amazing race. Uh, couldn't imagine, uh, you know, uh, not doing it together. So we are back with another recap here for episode number eight. You can catch that in the podcast feed, and of course, make sure you subscribe to uh, Rob has a podcast to make sure you get every one of our amazing race recaps. And plus, we'll have the video of this exit interview up on our YouTube channel at robiswebsite.com slash YouTube. Let's go ahead and uh, bring in our conversation with Quentin and Maddie. Hey, Quentin and Maddie, it's Rob and Jess from RHAP. Uh, of course, uh, sad to see you out on the race. Uh, that You're such an interesting team because it seemed like that you two were so good at so many of the tasks that came up on The Amazing Race. You just had so much trouble getting there. 
Is that Steve. fair? <laughs> What's up, Robin Jess? <laughs> Honestly, that was I mean, that was the issue. That was the issue. It was it was wasn't even the fact that getting lost. It was like, okay, is this the right route, or is this the longest route, or is this the fastest route? Like it was the that. And there was a couple of things they didn't show this episode. They didn't show us getting pulled over. They like didn't. We were stuck by in the, the police. By the French police, Rob. Why? What did you do? Quentin. Um, I guess I ran a red light. Mm, okay. All right. Well, that's. I guess. I still don't believe it. Be careful. But, you know. Be careful out there. <laughs> it, it, did, it did feel like there was a lot that we weren't shown about specifically what happened to you this episode. But then, like, in general, you're such a fun team. But we got, like, very minimal Quentin and Maddie, is there anything else that you remember in particular from your time on the race that we didn't get to see that was particularly awesome? I think Maddie said um, it best. You can go about how you said the whole the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking that, you know, we're the first season of amazing race that start to finish um, was chartered, right? Because even last season they started right. off normal. So this current season, it's a totally different format that they took into consideration from the very beginning. So a lot of that transportation from getting from point A to point B, that stress and struggle was eliminated from a lot of it. Like there was no airports, right? But there's a lot of self-driving <laughs> and I feel that the self-drive is where most of our race was. <laughs> most of it happened because once we got to the tasks we were in and out of them very quickly. So I feel like that's why you don't see very much of us because I think the editing this season, because there's a lack of transportation struggle and finding flights that they focus more on the tasks. And unfortunately for us, our tasks are pretty quick, but mm -hmm. our driving is a lot longer. And I think that's where our funniest moments happened, where our car conversations <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the relationship between the two of you, because this was something that we talked about during the season is that, you know, uh, for an amazing race uh, duo that you are kind of like an uncommon uh, pair that we have seen on the show where that we don't really get a lot of like uh, a man and a woman who are friends and uh, and and just like, uh, you know, not in a, uh, you know, uh, romantic or related relationship. So could you talk a little bit about the dynamic between the two of you? I think that's why our relationship works because there is no, I don't have to worry about us getting divorced. If mm -hmm. I say the wrong thing or if we fight on the, on the course, you know, like that's not happening. Um, so I think that's why, I mean, this platonic or best friends, you know what I mean? We were teammates. So we have like kind of encountered a lot of stressful situations together. Um, and I think that's why, we were able to put all the nonsense or like aside because that, that has nothing to do with the race. You know what I mean? We were just here to have a good time and try to win this mail. Um, I was mad they didn't show that a lot either because we were competitive. They, like we were, we aren't just a fun team. We were the fun team that was trying to win and that was that we were meant to win. And it sucked when you look back on a lot of those legs that we would have had it if it wasn't for a couple of navigational issues. Like Austria was meant for us to win. You know what I mean? We just couldn't find freaking Austria. Like, like it was a singing and dancing challenge. And the same thing with the Jordan. Like I felt that Petra was our leg to win. Um, and then again, even when we're not driving, we have navigational issues. It's like, like we're just cursed with the navigational drama, but it all worked out. And I mean, we had a great time and it's so sad, but I guess it was rough. Not going to lie. 
but and building on the uh, our friendship um i am in a relationship and my fiance and i have watched the race together and we would never do it together because it's just a different dynamic that you have to have. Whereas with Quentin and I, we're very just task oriented people and it doesn't get that deep. Like we're not going to go back to our hotel room after a leg and be like, well, you really hurt my feelings when you said this. Like that doesn't, that doesn't happen. It's like, let's sleep it off. Let's give each other space. Quentin take an hour long shower, which he did every single day. And then we'll reconvene after that. Uh, So I feel like He's the only person I'd run the race with. I'd do it again. <laughs> Literally, we'll do it again. So is there anything that you would do differently if you had the chance to do it over again? Hmm. I mean, obviously try to figure out the navigation stuff better, but it's like, it sucks when, like Maddie said earlier, our, we did really well yeah. in the challenge. Like there mm-hmm. were so many teams that took five, six, seven, eight, nine attempts at things. And we're like, in and out, let's go. Uh so that's the part that was rough is that I thought the challenge was going to be the hardest part, but it wasn't. It was just getting from point A to point B. Yeah. It's just too bad that you two were on a season uh, that was all self-driving where that, you know, most of these other seasons are so much, you know, taxis and trains and, you know, uh, all these other uh, methods of getting from point A to point B with very little self-driving that do you feel like that had you been on maybe an earlier season of the show that you would have won this thing going away? Oh, totally. And that's what we've talked about. When you ask that question, what would we do differently? I would just like to see us on a season where it is finding flights and getting taxis because another strength of ours is that we've traveled a lot being Rams cheerleaders. Like we've been in many airports together, international airports, connecting flights. So we've done these things together that we know how to hustle in those situations. So I'd be really curious to know how we would stand up Mm -hmm. when it's yeah. all about the hustle and not. <laughs> uh, so, Quentin, I wanted to ask you about the rugby challenge from this past episode, because it looked like you took one try, basically. And I want to know what was the trick to getting that kick over the field goal? That was the hardest part, because in America, I mean, in America, we just we hold it and we kick it. But having getting it to bounce at the exact right spot, like it's kind of a little bit of luck, to be honest. And in this race, I feel like a lot of teams are getting lucky and you can either like that ball. You saw his market. It's like <laughs> you, you bounce it once and it's going this way or you bounce it and it goes up too high. And it's it's literally the perfect timing. It's trying to get the perfect bounce. I wish I had a I can lie and say I'm just a rugby genius. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lie. It, I just got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Those field goals look pretty good. Uh, that Have you kicked field goals before? I mean, I've played football and soccer like not professionally or in like not mm-hmm. on like real like kicked around in a park and stuff but uh no that field goal was really high and i was actually a little nervous when we were practicing on the side and i was like wait that's all we have to do and then mm-hmm. we were like oh shoot hold on i'm stressed <laughs> i don't want to do it again and i knew that we were in last place like we saw aubrey and david run around and we're like we don't have time to do it again it's let's go let's get out of here and let's try to make up some time yeah, were there were there any tasks that you surprised yourself with, like being able to pull out a skill that you never thought you'd have to refer to? Like, what was the most what was the most surprising thing that you succeeded at? For okay, I I can't, I'm going to speak for myself, but you should be proud too. Q is the French poem. We yeah. slayed that French poem <laughs> so good, and it's because of our knowledge of 
ballet, which a lot of it is French. Mm. Um, and you saw me do a ponche <laughs> um, <laughs> as we're memorizing it and music. So we were singing, what's that song? Lady Marmalade. We were singing yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, and then we would watch French TV and we would put the lyrics together with what we're watching on TV. We're like, ah, it clicked. <laughs> but then even one of the um, interviewers was talking to us. She was like, it was very odd that you guys chose the poem when you were complaining about the pronunciation of all of the street names. We're like, no, because it's lyrics. Like once we get there, it's just lyrics and it's memorization. And even though we knew we were potentially going home that day, we had so much fun doing the poem. We were just laughing the whole time and we got it done so quick. And we put on a whole show. They didn't show it, but we literally put on a whole like to be <laughs> or not to be like it was the drama was there. Kids were leaning show. outside of their windows, which were right above us, leaning outside, just laughing at us, trying to just give them a performance. When we walked up to the lady um, that was testing us, Quinn was like, Maddie, we need to put on a freaking show right now. And we're like, Let's she so do you two have a sense of how far behind David and Aubrey you ultimately were? It's frustrating because we literally lost, it seemed like, by a couple minutes. Oh, wow. So Because mm. we, as we were running through the canal, we saw them getting off the boat. And that's I think that's what hurt most to me, at least. Because I was like, oh, if we're going to lose, like I don't want to see them. You know what I mean? I don't want to mm-hmm. know. The fact that after getting pulled over, the 45 minutes stuck in the Capitol, the the driving around the stadium like 10 times, you know what I mean? Going the wrong way. It's like the fact that we still made up all that time. Like <laughs> that's what that's. Yeah. It was, they, they did good with the editing on the, on the map. Cause I was not happy <laughs> at all. How did you feel about the fact that there weren't any non-elimination legs? Like did that change how you came into the race? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. You can even see. Unfortunately, yes. I feel like we came in with the mentality of we're winning, we're winning, we're winning every leg and we're going to win this race. And then when we heard Phil off in the distance (laughs) saying, and there's no non-elimination legs, we looked at each other, (laughs) no second chances. Uh, So then it became about not going home which I think is a flaw in the mentality uh, for people like us that are such strong competitors and love to compete. You don't want to just get by. And uh, I think that's kind of mm, not our downfall, but I think we could have come out a little bit stronger if we didn't waver from that. We're still winning. We're still winning every life. You know, could you two talk a little bit about, uh, of course, you know, uh, you had like the really memorable moment uh, where you were trying to get to Austria and ended up uh, still in Germany on that leg of the race. Uh, and uh, what that was like to sort of realize, OK, we're in the wrong country. Not even good. So uh, we're new to the race. This is only leg two. And we were so spoiled with leg one because that was no problem. We Mm -hmm. had great directions, no navigational mistakes. We were on cloud nine. Nothing could stop us. And what happened was we went up to a lady to ask for directions. We put in the address, but not the country. So there's the same exact street in Germany, in Munich, and in Austria. So it took us to that street in Munich. But at this point in the race, everything is still so fresh, and there's so many teams still there. 
and no, but nobody's around us. So you don't have that pressure of like, oh, we're really in the back. And it wasn't until we got to the Yodel Challenge, pulled out the clue, and it was the last one there. And we're yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We got to thrive. <laughs> and that was rough. I'm so trying to fight that girl. Yeah, Did you think it was shady last week when Lamumba said that uh, that his he was hoping that maybe somebody drove to Germany? No, we were shady too. They just didn't show it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was actually nervous. I remember telling Maddie, like, "Oh my gosh, we might be the villains." Like, like as the amount of mess we were talking, but I mean, it was all in good fun and all in just competitive spirit. But no, not shady at all. But it's it's real. The country's just so close. You never know. Now I'm sorry I missed all that shade. <laughs> you have a chance now. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, I was like shoot, what am I going in on? Uh, no, no, it was all just competitive shade. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, mm. I hope they get lost. Yeah. Then that happened to us. Yeah, so <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, were there any teams that you had a particularly close relationship with uh, over the course of the season? Yeah, we loved, uh, you saw it. We loved Team Red. We loved Louis Michelle, mm-hmm. Team Abby. Um, we were just starting to really bond with Will and Abby right before the yeah. fiasco that happened. So that was rough. Um, but Louis and Michelle, we like, we felt their energy when we couldn't even talk with, it's like to each other. Like when we we're still in that little sequestered moment, like we were like, oh, I was like, Maddie, I like them a lot. And we haven't said anything and we haven't like even looked at each other, but I was like, I feel it. And those are your friends. And then literally first day we were able to speak, bam, it was over. I spent my 30th with them a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. So like, yeah. They're good people, good fun people. Okay. Uh, I know you have to run and uh, do more interviews. Is there anything else you want to make sure that we know? That we don't suck. We are a great team. <laughs> we believe it. <laughs> we got pulled over. Mm-hmm. We got pulled over. That's what it was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. sucks. All right. Well, uh, so nice to get to talk to you. Uh, all the best uh, outside of the race. Okay. Thank, Thank you, friends. You all right. Take care. Bye. Thank See you. you. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Quinn and Maddie. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right, Jess. There you have it. Uh, Quinn and Maddie. They were a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess disappointed. Uh, we didn't get to see more of their like uh, really competitive nature, but I get it. I could see it. I'm disappointed we didn't get to see them getting pulled over. Well, yeah, especially because we were talking about like, uh, we don't understand. Like, uh, this, like we don't know what, ha- what happened to them. Uh, and all of a sudden they're like lost and we didn't get to see any of it in the episode. And I guess uh, Amazing Race did not want to show that. But um, you know, now we know. Yeah, at least we were able to clear that up. Okay, so sometimes we get some answers here on uh, the Amazing Race exit interview. Unlike uh, sometimes on the Survivor exit interview uh, answers where people tell half truths. Uh, but I don't, we don't need to get into that right now, Jess. So uh, I'm, I'm blinded by the shade, Rob. Okay. All right. Let's uh, I've got a question that I got an email question and I don't think I'll remember it by next week's episode. But Margaret Weeks wrote in to ask a question for the Amazing Race podcast. Jess, uh, Margaret says, you guys often mention the quality of the tasks, as in uh, these tasks weren't very good. Can you talk about what kind of criteria you are looking for in the tasks? What makes a good task a good task? I think a good task for me is something that is a specific to the area. 
So has some kind of tie to what they're doing, where they're at. And be involved some kind of effort on the setup. I'm, I'm thinking more like what makes a task that is not bad, mm-hmm. but it, it needs to be some production value to it. And then it needs to be a task that involves some degree of skill. Um, it doesn't have to be something that you come into the task knowing how to do, but if a learning curve is associated with it, like the best tasks I think are the ones that people that are doing the tasks would never have gotten a chance to do them in their day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. and they come in and are able to figure out what is required of them and you can watch them figure that out in real time i think that's a sign of a good task for me i think that the definition of a good task is very simple is it memorable and hopefully in a good way you know will we you know at the end of the season remember that this was a thing that happened on the amazing race because i think a lot of times you know if the challenge is very vanilla and sort of can like blend together teams just like blow through it you know there's nothing that was uh, particularly interesting about it you know I, I feel like that you know it doesn't have to be like that great of a build or for me even like particularly relevant to you know uh where we are although that does help I just want to make sure it's something that, you know, uh, we're going to remember uh, in a couple of weeks down the road. Yeah, like if if or if if I find out I'm, I'm going to go to one of these countries, yeah. I want to be able to immediately remember, like, what were they doing in that country? Mm-hmm. And sometimes sometimes when we have too many tasks that are just go to this place, collect this thing and bring it to this mm-hmm. other place. Mm-hmm. I, I those those all blur together for me. Like those to me are the kind of the worst the worst as far as like tasks, qua tasks. Okay. Jess, thanks for uh, taking some time to answer Margaret's question. Uh, what's coming up for you? Uh, what's coming up for me is two episodes of Walking Dead left ever. Oh my and God. so Chappelle and AJ and Josh and I are getting together over on Post Show Recaps. And by the time you're listening to this, um, we will have... Yeah, we will have recorded the penultimate episode, but we have not yet dropped it. You'll get that on Monday morning. And then after that is the finale. And then who knows? There's like 9 million spinoffs coming. I'm sure we'll be up to something soon enough. Okay. And then uh, we've got everything amazing race uh, already in your podcast feed, but then Survivor too. So make sure you check out everything after this week's episode of Survivor. Thank you so much for joining us for the exit interview. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.